Welcome to St. Martin the Fields and welcome to Great Sacred Music. I don't know if you've ever lain on your back and looked up into the deep blue yonder, but it's one of the most common forms of awe and wonder in the human experience. And if you trace the history of theology, you can see a, a journey by which clearly in scriptural times, the sky was seen as the heaven. In fact, in French, ciel, it's the same word for sky and for heaven. Um, but clearly, that was superseded by an increasing sense of understanding of what lay beyond the heavens. Uh, and so, so the sky changes from the abode of God into ever more wondrous displays of the power of God's works and the extent of God's creation. And we're going to look at a number of pieces of music uh, today that explore the wonder of creation, not as the discovery that we've been up to heaven and God's not there, but as the increasing sense of wonder at the unfolding of God's purposes as our imaginations and our telescopes show us more and more. We're going to start as we... Uh, always do at Great Sacred Music by singing a hymn together. Uh, we remain seated, but the voices will uh, lead us in a few moments. Uh, it, you can find the hymn on the inside of your sheets. We'll still sing, sing the second one a little bit later on. Uh, and this, I guess, is a, is a 20th century adaptation to the journey that I've just described, the first three verses talk about how the creation uh, in all its extent and mystery uh, is an exemplification of the power and mercy of God. Uh, and then we get the crucial verses, verse 4, which contrasts what science can show us and what Christ shows us. In other words, what technically is called the difference between general revelation, what we can see through our own eyes, uh, and specific revelation, what we see through, uh, through the Scriptures and specifically through Christ. What we don't get in this verse, which we tend to get in quite a lot of devotional literature, is the kind of, oh, the outside world and science are all very well, but Christ is really about the heart. This, this, uh, this hymn doesn't give up on the sense of Christ's uh, effects and resonance throughout the whole creation not just about the conversion of the human heart, which is a mercy. So uh, you will already be saying the great mystery about this hymn is the mystery of the last word of the last verse, where we've put a, a, a gnomic uh, mystery for you to work out, but I'll solve it for you in case singing becomes difficult at the end. That word is supposed to say fill. Um, so just remember that when we get to the end of the last verse. Sorry to break the... Uh, the spell of the mystery of that, of that unknown word. We remain seated, the voices will stand and lead us as we sing Lord of the Boundless Curves of Space.
You got it. That was model. Well done. We're going to look at three uh, contemporary pieces. We often in Great Sacred Music go through the whole musical tradition all the way back to Genesis, but uh, we're, going, we're sticking in the modern genre today, starting with Jonathan Dove. This is uh, Do Look Out for the Organ part in this setting of Psalm 139, because we get the, the organ in this piece uh, evokes the stars by going into the high registers and inspiring us in, in the way that starlight is often uh, an inspiration for composers. So we begin in this piece with a musical image of the night sky and the twinkling uh, stars, and then we get the refrain, Seek Him, uh, which starts in devotional longing but is eventually released into a joyful dance, finally coming to rest in serenity. This was commissioned by the Royal Academy of Arts and first performed at our neighbor church, St. James Piccadilly, in May 1995. Then we have a James Macmillan piece, an Advent ad antiphon, which is part of his 2007 Strathclyde motets, and then something slightly different, Photo 51, not a very common name for a musical composition. And there'll be some here, here for whom Photo 51 is one of the most important names uh, in your vocabulary and others who will never have heard of what Photo 51 is. So a little bit of background, Photo 51 is the name of a photograph taken by Rosalind Franklin and Ray Gosling in the biophysics department at King's College London, just along the road here, in 1952. It's arguably the most important photograph ever taken. So it's worth knowing about. It was the image that gave the final clue that enabled Morris Wilkins, James Watson, and Francis Crick to put together research from the previous two decades and understand that DNA was a double helix. So there, I bet you've never taken a photograph like that. It's been uh, set quite recently by Cecilia McDowell, a great friend of St. Martin's. So we're going to hear these three settings of different perspectives <coughs> on how music responds to the sense of revelation in the cosmic world.
Well, I hope that's uh, settled at least any questions you had about DNA. Um, we're going to sing again together now, The Spacious Firmament on High, the hymn on the right-hand page of the inside of your sheets. And it's fascinating to compare this early 18th century composition with the 20th century version we had earlier uh, from Albert Bailey. This is right in the heart of the, the deist period when people found it very difficult to talk uh, about the Holy Trinity, but their notion of God was very much uh, about the unmoved mover, the, the first cause, and the argument for the existence of God was entirely based during this early Enlightenment period uh, on the argument from design. Somebody must have set this all in motion. And you notice this hymn struggles even to use words like God, let alone Jesus. It's, it's all uh, in line four, the original, the great original, is the close you get to a name of God, and, and it, its conclusion is the hand that made us is divine. From a Christian point of view, you could call that sub-Christian. I mean, it's it's kind of pre-Christian in the sense that it thinks that something started all this, but it's an awful long way from Jesus, the incarnation, the cross, the resurrection, all the substance of the Christian faith. Anyhow, it's what passed for Christianity in the early 18th century, and we're going to sing it with gusto, and we're going to sing it to a hymn that it wasn't written to. How do I know that? Because in all my genius, I've done the math and worked out that Haydn lived about 100 years after Joseph Addison. There you are, rocket science pun intended, uh, and, uh, but it's a, an inspired combination of Haydn's wonderful tune and these historic words of Joseph, Joseph Addison. We remain seated, the voices stand and lead us as we sing the spacious firmament on high.
Well, we're coming towards the end of Great Sacred Music for this week. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. If you have, there's many, many different ways of making a donation as you leave. You can even do so without leaving your seat by using the QR code and all sorts of wondrous things un unknown to the great, uh, the great theologians of the 18th century. You, you can donate in a hundred ways, but we can also donate in the good old-fashioned way with cash. Much, much appreciated to keep this great tradition going. Choral Classics, our sister program, will um, be taking place at 3.15 this Sunday. Songs of Shakespeare, if you can dodge your way through the marathon. Oh, after completing the marathon, sorry. Got that wrong. Um, next uh, Thursday, Great Sacred Music uh, will be celebrating with the South African uh, Embassy uh, High Commission next door, Freedom Day, uh, with a variety of music related to South Africa. We're going to finish, obviously, with Fly Me to the Moon. What else could we finish with? Written in 1954, covered famously by Frank Sinatra in 1964, closely associated with NASA's Apollo space program, became the first music ever heard on the moon when played on a portable cassette player. There may be some young people here who don't know what that one of those is, and I'm not going to tell you. Uh, on a portable cassette player by Apollo 11 astronaut Buzz Aldrin after he stepped onto the moon in 1969. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>